Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benefits Mom podcast. I am your host, Tara Nickel, and if you're looking to gain back your mom's sanity, you are in the right place. We cover everything motherhood, kids, relationships, school, work, even that dreaded C word, chores. We cover it all. My goal is to help you take back control of your life and find that happy place as a mom. Because when it benefits mom, it benefits everyone. Enjoy this episode. Thanks everyone for tuning in again to the Benefits Mom podcast. I hope wherever you are listening, you are safe and well and slowly getting back to a new normal. Today, I want to talk about how to successfully set up your own home office, whether you are doing so for the next couple of weeks as we slowly transition, or if you are doing so on a permanent basis, I have some tricks and hacks that I am using in my house, and I want to share some of them with all of you today. If you are getting any value from the Benefits Mom podcast, please go and give us a rating and review. It really does help spread the message that we are sending and encouraging working moms to be their own advocate, go from chaos to calm, and just be overall in a better place. Also on the horizon, I will be offering a remote work success course that you can enroll in to get more in depth on the topics that I've discussed on this podcast regarding setting up a schedule, setting up your home office, and how to communicate what's going on with your work with your colleagues or your boss, your clients, anyone that you need to involve as you set up your success plan while working from home. If you are interested in learning more and getting updates pre-launch, please uh, either leave a comment below or you can email me at tara at taranickel.net. Also, if you are interested in some free coaching, I am offering two complimentary sessions during this month for anyone that is interested on specific one-on-one coaching outside of the podcast, outside of the new course specifically tailored for you, whether for the summer, the next six months, the next year, whatever you are looking for to up your levels in work and life, you can send me an email, tara at taranickel.net and mention the free complimentary sessions and we will get you set up with those. If you do take advantage of the two free sessions, you will get a free copy of my new ebook, Super Mom to the Rescue, as a thank you for giving of your time to spend with me. And let's get into this episode. (laughs) 
Welcome everyone again to the Benefits Mom podcast live from my home office. (laughs) That is today's topic, how you can create your own home office space to be productive and efficient while we are still mostly remote working and working from home. The first thing you want to think about is where can you be in your house that you can be productive? Where's a quiet space? Where can you be uninterrupted from kids? So for me, I chose my bedroom because first of all, it's upstairs. The boys would have to walk up the stairs and knock on my door to get my attention. And sometimes the Legos and toys are downstairs are more enticing than climbing up the stairs. So that's why that works for me. But if you don't want to set up your work in your bedroom where you're sleeping and all of that jazz, if there is an extra room in your house that you're not using, or even a small crawl space or an extra closet that has some outlets that you can use for your technology, then definitely set it up there if it's quiet, if there's enough light and all of that, you just want to pick a place that you know you can be productive and be undisturbed. Those are the two key things you want to think about. The second thing you want to think about is how are you going to set up your essentials? What are the essential things you need to have in your office? So first, obviously, you need to have your big technology pieces, your computer or your laptop or your phone. And where is going to be the best spot to put that based on the space that you have. So for me, I have a bunch of outlets in the back top left corner of my bedroom. And I situated and kind of twisted on my bed even a little bit so that when I put my computer and my other equipment and my phone in my bedroom, it is in the same spot that's close enough to where the outlets are that I don't have to get an extension cord or, you know, run wires uh, through multiple different rooms. So think about that too. Think about where it's the most efficient place to put your equipment so you don't have to, you know, go out and buy an extra extension cord because you've pick the spot that's all the way in the corner or too far away from where your outlets are to plug in all your equipment. Um, The other thing you might want to consider having is an external clock. I like the fact that I still have my old-fashioned alarm clock in my bedroom because then I can set an alarm for how long I want to be doing different tasks. So if I think, you know, I want to only be doing this for an hour and then I want to go do a homeschool activity with my kids. I can set the alarm to do that and it's not on another device. I know a lot of people like to use the alarm that's on your laptop, your computer or your phone. Uh, But the reason why I like having an external one is it's not connected to anything else that I need during that time, right? So if you think about it, if you're using the alarm on your phone, your phone is also where maybe you're checking social media. You may have another business app on your phone. So you're constantly using it instead of separating that your time from the other technology 
that you're using. And that's why I really like separating the alarm clock from the other technology that I'm using. The next thing you want to think about, so you've picked your place, you've situated where your technology is going to be and what you what your essentials are. Now you think about what else am I doing in my office normally? Are you a stand desk person or are you a sitting down at your desk person? And the reason why this is important is that you want to recreate as much as what your normal work environment is as much as you can. So for me, I am usually someone who's standing at their desk most of the day. So what I've done is I took out my old uh, bed desk. Uh, if you remember back in the day, you had those little like dinner table tops. And, and this one is actually a desk. And what's awesome about it is it actually has little holes that I can use to put in a USB cable, an Ethernet cable, all the chargers that I need for my phone and my laptop. I can just slip into these little holes, plug into my outlet, and I'm all set. If you don't have that, if you have any other big boxes that will help elevate your computer, you could use those. You can also go and just buy a you know cheap office desk at you know a Volunteers of America, Salvation Army, or some thrift shops, thrift shops as they start to open up. And you know, just for you know a couple bucks, just pick one up so you can have it in your space, your new home office space, so you can again recreate as much of your office environment as you can. Now, at this point, if you discover that you cannot create the right desk or the right office workspace that you need, then I would recommend that you start from the beginning and find another place in your house that you can work because you don't want to make ship something that's not going to be efficient for you because then you are not going to be productive. You might get interrupted. And again, the idea is to really make this a workspace as much as you can. That's the goal of what we're trying to do here. The next thing that you want to think about is how are you going to put yourself in a position that you can't get interrupted? And what I mean by that is what do you need to do to make sure that when you're in this space, people know that you are working and you don't need to be disturbed? Uh, so obviously, one thing to do would be if you're actually in a room that has a door, uh, close the door, uh, put a sign on the doorknob that says, do not disturb, or you know, mom or dad is working. If your uh, children or other members of your house are able to read, they understand that, hey, mom or dad is working. We can't close this room. Let's do something else. The other thing you want to think about is what are you wearing to signify that you are working and cannot be disturbed? So uh, you can see here, if you're watching on YouTube, I am wearing a black t-shirt. And we've decided in our house that when mom is wearing a black t-shirt, it's, you know, do not touch, do not tackle, wrestle, you know, do not bother mom. She's working. And it's really good for the age of the children that I have because 
they don't necessarily understand that since mom is home, mom is still working. You know, I can definitely uh, say that to my oldest child and, and he will understand. But the, the younger one, you know, we said, you know, when you see mom wearing a black shirt, that means that mom is working. And I got to give credit where credit's due. I actually heard this idea from one of Chris Harder's For the Love of Money podcast that I recently started listening to. And he had a guest that talked about that to use your clothing and something that your children at different ages can understand and interpret that this is a no, right? So black is a no. Uh, I picked black because my youngest child will not eat bananas that have black spots on it. So that's a no-go. He won't eat it. And that's uh, where the black came from. So we explained it to him that, you know, it's just like that banana that you don't like. You don't want to eat it because it has black spots. So when mom is wearing black, it means that she doesn't want you to bother her. She needs to work. And then when she's done working and is able to take a break, then we can do playtime, story time, whatever is on the schedule for the day. So I would definitely encourage you moms out there with younger children, uh, try the clothes idea, pick a color that will resonate with your children that that's a, you know, do not touch, do not disturb message and uh, see if that uh, helps, you know, with the little surprises that (laughs) pop into while you're working. The next thing when we're setting up our environment is what do you need as far as background noise? Are you someone that normally in the office is playing music? Are you someone that likes quiet? You know, how can you duplicate that now that you're home? Uh, For me, I like to listen to classical or opera music if I'm doing something that is a little bit writing intensive or requires a lot of administrative things. And then when I'm doing research or something that really needs like my full attention, no distractions, then I don't normally have music. But I would say that I would recommend to buy some cheap headphones or if you have headphones, just put them on if you're working. Uh, These are the ones that I use, uh, really cheap uh, plugging in ones that are wired. I prefer wired headphones personally, but just a little bit of noise cancellation can help even if you're listening to music because there's going to be other sounds and noises that you're not used to, you know, nature, birds, you know, your neighbors, Uh, especially now uh, we live in an older house. So our windows are normally open during the hot days, you know, when it's in the 80s here in Michigan. So I can hear sometimes the neighborhood kids outside playing or someone mowing their lawn, you know, all those things that maybe in your office space, you're not used to hearing because you're in a floor or an office building and it's soundproof. So you're not hearing those outside noises as much as you would be in your house. So figure out what you need to do to silence or at least reduce those outside noises disturbances so that you can have the environment that you need to stay productive. The last thing that I want to mention, uh, I mentioned this in my earlier podcast about setting up your remote work schedule 
and it definitely applies to the home office setup as well, is pick a schedule that works for you. You know, if, if you've talked to your boss and you're able to set up a more flexible schedule than just the nine to five of when you're going to do something, then use that to your advantage when you are going into your home office. So if you are a night owl person and you know that you can get some tasks done that you couldn't get done during the regular workday because you're homeschooling or you're running errands, whatever you need to do, then say, okay, from eight to 10, I'm going to be in my home office and I need to do X, Y, Z. So I need to make sure my computer's working. I'm going to put my phone on silent or I need to make sure the printer has enough ink in it, you know, whatever you need. And then just put that on your schedule. And you actually can create a home office schedule of these are the times I'm going to be in my home office doing work. And it can be eight to 10, 5 a.m. to 7 a.m., you know, whatever those uh, pre and after normal work hours uh, look like for you and what works better for you and your temperament and what kind of person you are as an early bird or a night owl. Uh, I think it's really important to find that balance because thinking that you are going to be able to complete everything that you would normally complete in the office setting in nine to five when you're home is definitely honorable, but not always likely. I mean, just for me, I have set times of when I do homeschool and when I do playtime, but even during the day that changes and, you know, we get off track. It's, it's totally normal and human nature. So it's good to set, you know, some basic timeframes of when you want to be in your home office space so that you have an idea of when things get off track, where can you squeeze in, you know, an extra 15, 20 minutes somewhere. So uh, let's just go over again, what what are the essential things you got to be thinking about when you are setting up your space for your home office. So first thing we talked about is finding a place in your house that you can set up your equipment and you can be productive and uninterrupted. We want to make sure that that space can facilitate your equipment, your computer, your phone, any other printers or scanners that you need. So make sure that you place those technologies near an outlet or you pick a place that has enough outlets to support that. Uh, make sure you can put um, a chair, uh, a standing desk or a regular desk in there, you know, to duplicate as much as you can the office environment that you are used to. And then the other thing you want to think about is how can you limit the interruptions? So if you have children, you can tell them a piece of clothing means that mom or dad is working, get some headphones to help silence outside noise. You know, if you're able to pick a room or a space as a door, that will give the other people in your house a notification that you cannot be disturbed and you're working. I hope all these tips were helpful to you. If you have any questions about setting up your home office, please be sure to leave a comment down in YouTube or feel free to send me an email at tara at taranickel.net and be sure to like and subscribe to the channel here. Uh, listen to other of uh, the podcast episodes. We're bringing on some great 
guests, great moms that are working in lots of different industries and bringing value. And I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing all of that with you in the future. And above all else, please stay safe and well, and I will see you on the next episode.